Ricardo. All right, everyone, welcome to a brand new edition of the Swift Kicks podcast, the last one of the 2020-2021 Premier League season. Man City are your Premier League champions. Man United finish in a solid second. Bond villain Jurgen Klopp possibly piano-wired a few people to get Liverpool into third place. Tracksuit Tommy Two Chains Tuchel solidly placed Chelsea in fourth. Brendan Rodgers blew it again leaving Leicester to compete in next year's Europa League along with West Ham. And after having paid Gareth Bale's wages, Tottenham have reached the Europa Conference League. What is that? And was it worth it for Spurs? We're going to get into all of that. With me, as always, are Ben and Steve. So let's get started. I'm going to pose this to both of you. The 2020-2021 season. Describe it in one word. Steve, let's start with you. Uh, Anticlimactic, perhaps? Because we knew it was how it was going to end. Pretty much for a few weeks now. Okay. Ben, what do you say? Dramatic. Wow. <laughs> oh. Polar opposite. Yep. There were literally riots. <laughs> True. Steve. True. <laughs> People were not allowed in there. There was a disease, the plague, zombies, the works. I'm just saying it was dramatic. And I will say it did end exactly how we thought it would, but it came down to the wire for a lot of things. Um, I think the biggest surprise to me is Newcastle somehow are a mid-table team. <laughs> Alex, can I get your thoughts on that? Is Steve Bruce truly the Messiah? Uh, no, because once again, he's... But he is undefeated. Of, he he, he did, did do pretty well uh, on the back of an Arsenal loney who he's never going to have a chance of signing. As much as the fans want him to stay, uh, he, he's not going to. Uh, but... Steve Bruce, once again, coming out in the press after the game and saying that all of his critics should eat humble pie after finishing 12th. Um, he did not say that. Yes, he did. Uh, I personally believe that he needs to have at least one press conference without insulting the fans or sounding like a Muppet. Uh, and, you know, the fans might be a little bit more accepting of his mediocrity. Um, he's the humble one that pie. really should be humble. I mean, it was Graham Jones <laughs> that helped him with the tactics that he doesn't believe in. It was the fans on social media lighting a fire under the players' feet. It was a threat of relegation that got him, you know, sweating and bothered and having to like actually figure out what to do. And it was the players who ultimately scored the goals to lift him and the team up. For me, a summer of silence from Steve Bruce would be very welcome. <laughs> I'm, proud <laughs> I'm proud of him. I think Steve Bruce sets the bar. That any club that can move up in the table three full positions <laughs> is uh, truly deserving of the, the coach of the month over and over again. I think he should have gotten 11 of the 12 coaches of the months in the past year. The man's I a do legend. feel a little bit bad for, for Wolves, who were, I think, 12th of like the entire season. Uh, and they ended up 13th because Newcastle beat them on – on because they had more goals allowed than Newcastle did. They had the same goal difference, same point tally, everything, but it came down to goals allowed is, is what, what changed that. And I believe Steve, I know like last week you you were talking about if, uh, if West Brom was to leapfrog or Sheffield was to leapfrog over West Brom or somebody like how much extra money would they get from the Premier League? Newcastle mm-hmm. got something ridiculous going from like 17th up to 12th. They got like an extra like almost 20, 30 million pounds just for that leap up. So well worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we're not going to be signing anybody with that money. It's going to go straight into Mike Ashley trying to buy Hugo Boss. But, you know, it's nice to nice to think that it could go somewhere. <laughs> 
I guess uh, upon further revision that uh, anticlimactic was probably more towards my thoughts towards like the end of the season. I yeah. guess the whole season, I wouldn't describe it as anticlimactic because the beginning, do you guys remember the beginning of the season when, when every game it seemed like was like a five goal thriller? Yeah. Was it what, like Villa beat Liverpool like 7-2 in the beginning and then Leicester beat like Man City like 6-1. Like it was, it was crazy the beginning of the season. Yeah. There well, was, you think about the beginning of the season sense. too. Like there was, we almost had like two seasons in this. We had a little bit of lockdown and we came back and we started playing, you know, without fans. And now we've had fans back in the stadiums, which was awesome to have. Uh, but it was, you know, all over the place. And I would describe it as a lifesaver. I think for a lot of people, you know, this is the one thing that you look forward to on the weekend. At least you had that, you still had football and it was pretty awesome. I'll tell you what, that was one thing I, I was, was slapped with the realization of was that like we got so used to listening to like the soundtracks of yeah. the bro- of the TV broadcast of like the, of the, of the crowds, the simulation yeah. crowds, where it was kind of like, you just listened to it so much where that became the norm. And that's yeah. just what you accepted because obviously that's what everyone was doing. There was no fans anywhere, but then to hear real fans in the stadiums, which I think some of them were capped at like 10,000. I mean, yeah. it's not even, not even full, not even half full stadiums, not even some of them, even quarter full stadiums, but to even hear 10,000 fans in some of those, uh, some of those stadiums, that was like the best sound. I mean, it was just, it was, it was real, you know, yeah. just yeah. real reactions to the real game. I was, I was something else. It was, I, I couldn't get over listening to that. Right. It's something that really, right it, that feels. It, yeah, it, it brings you into the game more than anything, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. you can be a fan of the game and like want to watch it and stuff like that. But when there's sort of something that draws you in a little bit more, it's just that little bit more special. Um, For real. Looking at the table, though, I mean, seriously, how did Liverpool get third? How did Leicester not get into the top four? Arsenal ended up six points outside of the top four. And Fulham only managed 28 points the entire season. It was wild. Liverpool's keeper put him into Europe. Leicester's keeper knocked him out of Europe. It was yeah. just bonkers. Yeah. Um, I've never seen two goals have so much 